Hi and welcome to the Msingi Talks podcast, a podcast hosted by Msingi Trust. This podcast ventures deeper into issues of faith, advocacy, activism, and makes connections between these worlds. Psalms 89.14 states that justice and righteousness are the foundation of God's throne. And here we unpack how the church as the body of Christ and institution can faithfully embody justice and righteousness in both word and deed. Karibuni and let's do justice. When you talked about food and and free of it, there's a friend of mine um, called Nkosi. Uh, I don't know if you've met him, Nkosi Gola. Uh, he's one of my favorite um, theologians. He he runs he is part of a campaign that that says food is free. Mm. Once you put a price tag on food, you say who can eat and who cannot right and who's deciding that mm. who makes and that the, choice and th- that's the other thing I wanted to ask you because we've used the term empire a lot can you define empire like this is way late into the conversation oh yeah do- we probably should have started here huh <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. is that what is this empire like you know sometimes like it's like this big amorphous thing but what is yeah. this that we're talking about honestly when I think of empire I think of uh I think of the satan I think of the one who insists on being god um Mm. and being in control so empire is that which insists on playing God, um, insists on destruction. Empire is anti-creation, it's decreation, um, mm. it's death, it's power, it's that power over um, that refuses to um, humble itself. And so it it comes, it shows itself up in our political systems. And so that's why it's a comfortable word because it can be used for Rome. It can be used for America. Um, it can be used for so many different, you know, nations. It can be used for Belgium, can be used uh, for the, the British or the UK or England, <laughs> all of them. Right. As- but to me, it's all the same. It's yeah. been the same spirit. It's been that mm-hmm. same nature of control and it can be used for some of our theologies like we talked about. Um, Hmm. Yeah, and so, I don't know, what would you, how would you define empire? That is a (laughs) a heady thing. Hard question because like, you know know what is empire and what is not. Like, I Hmm. think define it by what it does and who it gives life to Hmm. and who it uh, alienates. For me, um, empire is is the parable of uh, of the servants who harvests where he's not planted, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, is looking for ten times the returns. 
for me, empire is a masculinity that is not a masculinity that is not um, loving, mm-hmm. that is not uh, caring and nurturing. For me, empire is a is leadership that uses people to get to power yeah uh, empire is used at all cost empire is me as well when i use yeah. my when i use my my privileges, whichever those are. Because <laughs> mm. we all also, the other thing we, we fail to do is realize or be open and honest about the ways of empire that are within us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, those ways that, that are not loving. Those ways that of, of me that deem myself better than anybody else or deserving than anyone else. Mm-hmm. But also my body carries the, the consequences of empire. Right. You know, of a corrupt government of colonization of um, of of daily deaths yeah violence yeah <laughs> you know mm-hmm. of young people in in my country young men being killed indiscriminately by police officers who are meant to protect them and so for me, empire is death. Yeah. It's death dealing. For sure. Yeah. I and I, I I think everyone will recognize as they listen, they'll be like, yes, yes, yes. It is hard to explain, but it is the water we swim in. Like it's all around us. So we know it fiercely, intimately. We know it in ways we wish we could be freed from. But it's yeah, it's Babylon. It's and I, I like you, the summation of it's death, because in my mind, it is the opposite of God, which is life and resurrection and recreation. And that is the kingdom of God and the kingdom of this world, this Babylon is death. It's anti-creation in all of its forms. Um, yeah. How, how then shall we live? (laughs) How then shall we live? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, when I was thinking about this, if, if Jesus draws near and inaugurates and announces a new kingdom and new way of being, examples it in his life, um, in his ministry, and then God draws near again and in bodies us with the Holy Spirit to live out this new kingdom, 
to live out this truly good news throughout the earth. I think we should reject escapism. I think we should reject getting on a rocket and getting out of here. Reject this idea that I'm just, I'm just going to hide and keep my ticket until I can, until I can get to heaven and instead follow the way of Christ and bring the kingdom of God and live it out here on earth. It's not time to escape. It's time to draw near, to be Emmanuel um, in these places. And so, and that requires us to bring the gospel to our rivers, to our oceans, to these people, um, to the land, uh, to these nations who are under fire um, and to live in such a way that it announces the gospel. Um, I think of, um, there is, uh, Jeremiah 29, 11 is so often quoted and printed, but my favorite part of Jeremiah is just above that, <laughs> just before that. Yeah. Um, and it tells these subjugated people, um, those who are in Babylonian exile, mm. um, how then shall you live? Yeah. And provides an answer. Can I read it for us? This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon, so from a place of peace um, into a place that is absent of it. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. In increase in number there, do not decrease. Also seek the peace and the prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, for because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Will prosper. Yeah. And, it, and all of that, what I hear is that that true nature of God, which is life and recreation, like have children, plant gardens and eat, be in land. And so it's like, it's like embed the kingdom, the true kingdom, wherever you are, bring it there. So we as followers of Christ, this is not time to run and hide. This is not time to take our hands off of it and say, it's all for naught. It mm -hmm. is actually time to bring the kingdom here. And it even goes through, I mean, just to say like planting your gardens, like there is a kingdom, there is a gospel for this earth mm. and for nature. And we are intimately a part of it and, and recreate, make children, bring more lovers of God into this world, increase in number, don't decrease. And I love the part where it says, seek the peace and prosperity of the city in which you're in, because so many indigenous people are no longer in their homelands um yeah. and this world doesn't feel like our home anymore um and it's like you know what we as people of god whether we're looking at the children of israel or um you know us uh now today we've always meant to be a blessing wherever mm -hmm. we are we were supposed to be a conduit for the Lord's blessing to go through into the nations wherever we are, even towards our enemies, because mm -hmm. if they prosper, and obviously we want to qualify that in the way of true prosperity, not mm -hmm. <laughs> empirical prosperity. Yeah. Um, 
if they prosper, we too will prosper. And that's the reconciliation that we're looking for. And so I am feeling charged to draw near, um, to open my homes up to refugees, um, to divest from anything that bears the image of Caesar, um, Mm. the image of empire, deny that currency, speak against it, and to instead live um, in the way of Christ and bring heaven here to earth. And that's our job. That's our, that's our role. And so it's like, what do we do in all this darkness? We turn the light on. (laughs) That should be our instinct is to, is to step up and to turn the light on. And that is how we push back on empire. And I hope that doesn't sound too fluffy and too buttoned up because I don't think any of that's easy. It will lead to death for many people. Like I'm actually going back to there because you know what stands out to me in that in that in that verse? It's what it's the beginning line that I will take the land. Just read um my my Can we go back to it. Yes, please. Um, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those who I carried into exile from yes. Jerusalem to Babylon. Yes. 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 Why did you carry us as out? Huh? Right. Right. You know, yeah. like, why? Why do we need to be in exile? Mm-hmm. You know, why does... And you see for, for many, you're carried into exile. I need to find it here because it's, it's, it's hitting me very differently today. Because I've always loved the, that you will build, uh, that, um, Um, Mary, this is what the Lord uh, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Yeah, the the weight of knowing the person who carried you into this exile. What do we do with the person that removes you from Jerusalem into Babylon? Mm-hmm. What do we do? Um, and yeah, I know the, the reasons, the many reasons of being taken into exile. But at the end of it, God still allows it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a wrestling there for sure. I mean, yeah. you're, you're speaking to a Madapani woman who <laughs> whose people have been dwindled down to hundreds. Yeah. Um, and have a couple of acres of Mm. our homeland and live in poverty and destruction and still daily fight under empire we are on the other side of you know what people think of as the end and armageddon you know what i mean like we are on the other side of it we have we've lived through destruction destruction of people you've Actually, you know the movie Left Behind and where there's like 12 people who are left behind? Yes. Yes, we are the left. We feel like we're the left behind ones Um, after a total apocalypse. (laughs) Um, 
And I think one of the things too that I failed to say is that we only have the part and not the whole. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the kingdom of God being here in part, but not fully yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it doesn't, I'll admit that sometimes it doesn't feel enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the sweetness of it, when it does come through and you do experience those moments of relief, um, where it feels like empire isn't winning for the day, um, is, is what gives us that hope to carry on. But yeah, what do you do with the God? And that's probably what people are really asking when they say, how are you a Christian and an indigenous Mm -hmm. woman? They're really probably asking, (laughs) what do you do with a God that allowed you to be exiled? Mm, Um, Yes. Yeah. That's probably really what they're asking. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the things that I hear in that verse that can sound troubling is that I carried you. Mm. And I can say that in all of it, we have been carried and God didn't take his hands off of us and leave us, um, that he's been there. Mm. And there's a beauty in that. There's a frustration in that. I mean, I weep, literally weep for the return and the restoration of all the things that were lost. Mm. And I ask questions, especially when um, Christians, one Christian person said to me at one point, man, we, I feel so terrible for the Native Americans. They've just been dealt a terrible hand and we've really done terrible things to them, but at least we brought you the gospel. And, and, and for those of you who are listening and can't see Carol, Carol just passed out on the floor. Man, it's like I felt that blow in my tummy. I felt it because that's what we are told about colonization. It is to hell with your gospel. <laughs> hell to the deepest pit we brought you the gospel we brought you the gospel at least we brought you a gospel at the very at the very least like (laughs) at least at least you know jesus now do we if this is the jesus we know and so i i want to wrestle with that verse i think i am um probably not educated enough to understand the complexities because I I think it's too narrow to look at that one verse and not see the whole history of the people Mm -hmm. um, that this is speaking to that um, often made choices where they played, they played coins, they played bank with empire, you know, Mm -hmm. like they, (laughs) they chose to use the currencies of empire and experienced uh, the debt that incurs when you, when you do that but yet god carries them and is with them no matter whether they're under or over or whatever it is that he's with them and so i have to imagine that there's something in that Mm. um yeah 
I don't have an answer for you, Carol. <laughs> yeah. But also, you know what? It's it's bringing to me. I'm I'm wondering why the most popular verse in that that chapter is eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Right. Which which when it is said in the way it is said is not does not bear context in mind does not mm-hmm. uh does not uh bring the the difficulties and the complexities of that conversation yeah it's about a prosperity a capitalistic prosperity yes, yes. it's a prosperity for um actually it's just capitalistic christianity it is let's just plainly say it (laughs) because i'm like yeah when you say i know the plans i have for you plans to give you a hope and a future Um, plans to prosper you for me prosperity you know what prosperity for me will mean it will mean that i have millions in my bank account i have all that you know yeah that i name it and claim it that i you know right so let's, yeah, put it back in context. What, what would, I often think as a, as a pastor and a Christian and a native, if I were to preach this sermon to my people and to the original people of this land within earshot of the settlers and those who colonize and perpetuate that, mm. And I preached it in context. And I said to our people, though you are being subjugated, like I'm with you and I have plans for you and it's for you to prosper. And I'm, it's not my plan to harm you like these people are. And there's a future and a hope for you. Like you will overcome. I think that would make the colonizer shudder um, mm. because it shows the crack in empire and for a moment, they realize they're not all powerful in the almighty United States, who is the biggest and the baddest and can do what they want. And maybe that is the Lord's way of saying, in contrast, while you're in this darkness, that's not me. Mm. These people that are pretending to be me, who are playing God, like, it's not my plan to harm you. Um, my plan is to give you a hope in a future. And I wonder how that would land <laughs> the ears of those who have it printed on their t-shirts because they're hoping that their, you know, next payout and the stock, mo- stock market is going to be bigger than the last um, when they hear <laughs> the colonized people being spoken to over by God that I will prosper you in this place. Msingi is a Swahili word meaning foundation. Our name and mandate comes from Psalms 89.14. We host engaging conversations on faith, social justice, and advocacy across all our social media platforms. We also offer training and consultancy services to help you navigate the world of social justice and faith. To engage with us, visit our website, www.msikitrust.org. Follow us on all our social media handles, at Trust, or email us on info at
I, I will, I will admit my struggle uh, at this very moment is, is that God takes takes us into that place of exile. Mm-hmm. That's my struggle with this conversation. That's my struggle with. Um, that's my struggle with the brokenness of this world actually is we don't deserve empire and that we don't the death is too much it's too much when uh, tears now (laughs) when uh when the people, you see suffering, when you see suffering and death and the images of death as people who have your, of your same skin tone, skin color, your same gender, your mm-hmm. same economic class. Empire is not an illusion. It is me. I, mm-hmm as in its effect is me. When you're constantly in need, we were joking actually before, before we began this, this recording about uh, proposal writing and fundraising and how it's, you're begging for money, quote unquote, from people who most, most likely have benefited from your oppression. Wow. have to jump hoops and hoops and hoops and hoops and so you're subjugated by empire but you need empire to survive this evil thing isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so you someone causes harm but then to 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 heal the harm that they have caused you need them but then you don't need them because they, are, they already have 100%, you need them at 1%. And that's why like these missionaries, there's the mission trips to Africa, there's mission trips to all those places. There's- uh, There's mission eight. trips to the reservations. <laughs> yes. From the Americans. Yeah. That, <laughs> what good news, pray tell, do you have for me? I hope it's land back. <laughs> and then when you when you talk about land, when you talk about reparation, it's like now we are too much gone into this history to to mm-hmm. to do reparations. You know? Right. And also it's we can't trust you with all this money. Yeah, you wouldn't know what to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> so those are my struggles, sir. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, uh, yeah. I had a moment the other day where, um, you know, I, I won't, you know, flesh out the, all the current struggles of my own tribe, but there are many. Mm. And I was so angry that I wept. You know, when you're so angry that all you can do is cry because you're afraid if you let any other thing out, it would be ugly. (laughs) Um, 
and I wept and I was angry and I cried out to the Lord. And all I could say was how long, how long Lord, you know, um, and when all those questions. And I was angry because I didn't know who to be, who to be angry at. At first I was angry at some of my tribal people because they had, they had gone to bed with empire and they were perpetuating Mm. harm even on our own people because they had chose the currency that bore the face of Caesar. Mm. And I was like, how could you do this? But then I was like, well, you're just as broken and you know, you're just as broken too. It's not your fault. It's the, it's the United States. And then I was like, then I was like, well, no, it's the first settlers who came here and chose to colonize. And then I'm like, well, I can't be mad at a pilgrim. They're all dead. You know, <laughs> it's like, who am I mad at? And then it draws back to um, the, you know, the evil powers of this world. And that feels too broad sometimes mm. to be mad at. It's not pointed enough. And yeah. um, I, I deeply resonate with that feeling of often that often feeling of like just hopelessness Mm. um and those things that like you said which were once free like free food those things that were once free that are now so costly um and it 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 plays itself out in the most ugliest of ways all I know is I don't I'm not sure about many things but I am sure that as people of God who want to live in this new kingdom, we do have to f- to get rid of those things. It can't be a part of us. Mm, um, yeah. And I, my hope and my faith is that mm. there will be a day when it is all reconciled and all things are renewed and made new and there is a throne that is everlasting. Um, and it's not the United States of America it's not England and it's not these other places, but in the meantime, (laughs) how then shall we live? I know how we should live, but also help Lord help. (laughs) Where are you? (laughs) Where are you? Um, there's, I want to quote this, uh, to quote this well, uh, because, um, when you are speaking, um, When you are speaking, this is what came into my into my to my soul. What Martin Luther King Jr. said that the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. Yeah, amen. And sometimes, and this is a feeling of many activists, many people who are doing the right thing and not Mm -hmm. benefiting from this, that it doesn't end. Mm. But then maybe the hope is that slavery ended. Mm -hmm. The hope is that someone fought and and rights of indigenous people have been recognized. Right. Because right is right. It doesn't matter where if wrong is happening, but right is right and right will right. Right, correct. And it's it's that, it is that, it's those who say that our gospel in this kingdom demands justice 
and it's through us mm-hmm. and it's lived out through us. Um, it was yeah. during that really rough week, a friend of mine from, uh, who descends from India and his family is still, many of her family are still in India. She mm-hmm. wrote to me and said, you know, we were once colonized and became free. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it brought me a lot of hope <laughs> that even it wasn't the <laughs> one day, you know, on heaven's side, we'll all be free. There was, there's still examples here where heaven has come to earth and people have experienced that freedom. Um, N.T. Wright has a quote about this. um, And he says, uh, you know, people object to Christ being king because they see the headlines, you know, (laughs) and they say, you know, how is, how is Christ king when we see these headlines that are just so devastating and oppressive and negative And he says, when God takes charge, he doesn't send the tanks. He sends Mm. in the meek and the poor and the Mm. hungry and those who are hungry for justice, people who are merciful and those who are peacemakers. Mm. And that's the drawing near that I am feeling this week. Like Mm. that embodiment of Emmanuel of seeking justice. Um, and being peacemakers so that those who are in hell can experience a taste of heaven and have Mm. hope um, that they're seen and they're not alone and this isn't this isn't the end Mm. Uh, man Uh, as you were this this is a prayer uh from black liturgies if you've not if you don't follow oh, black liturgies, i do <laughs> i can't say enough yeah oh uh, it's so good man and uh they write god and this is i think today this is today's uh liturgy god who is moved to tears in a world of so much trauma and tragedy it is difficult to not become numb. We confess mm-hmm. we are desensitized to the cries of our neighbors. We confess that global terror rolls off us like water. Help us from our familiar familiarization with pain that it would always rouse our spirits. Keep us from that obsessive attunement which is prone towards our savior complexes and feigned allyship and lead us into a kind of solidarity that reminds us that imposing to bear witness to suffering, we do not become the rescuer. We do not become the voice and free us from the responsibility to feel every pain at once. Help us to discern our capacity for solidarity, for lament, and when we, and when we stand and when we rest and allow others to do so, remembering that our activism is shared amongst a collective. We are not alone. Mm. Inhale, I will not become numb to oppression. Mm. Exhale, God, stir my stagnant soul. not be consumed um and she she began the the 
the liturgy with protect the part of you that still winces at pain, refuse to become too familiar with tragedy. Our souls were made to stir. Amen. This is layered, nuanced, and complicated things for sure. Yeah. We might not have a lot of answers today, but I hope we're all stirred to justice. Yeah. I hope we're all stirred to not escapism, but mm -hmm. to embed this earth with the goodness that is in us through Christ and share mm -hmm. it with the world um, that moves us to action, that opens mm -hmm. our home to the stranger, opens our pockets to the poor, um, refuses to invest in empire and call it Jesus, yeah. refuses to look into the face of the subjugated people and say, at least I brought you a gospel. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's, there's some prayers and <laughs> there's a lot of prayers on the earth today for, for the Lord to come. Um, and for now and the part he will come through us yeah. and we look forward to the whole when mm. everything is restored. Amen. 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 Would you, I don't know if you have anything else uh, to say, but if you have a closing comment, um, you could do that. But I'll also ask you to pray for us and pray with us, pray together. I think we have, we've said enough. Um, let's just, let's just pray. Father, in your goodness, you are always with us. And you choose not to leave your hands off of us, but right now, as we look at the headlines, as we look at the world, and for many of us, as we suffer under empire, we have so many questions of where are you, how long, and when. Um, for many of us, it's hard to breathe. For mm -hmm. some of us, we have stopped breathing because we've been killed by the hand of the oppressor and the enemy. And we ask, where are you, Lord, in all of this? And God, I just pray that as your church, as those who embody a kingdom here on earth, Lord, not it be said of us, let not it be said of us that we were people of empire masquerading as Christ's. No. God, cleanse our hands of this that we might not turn to our oppressors and oppress or to subjugate those um, that you want to set free. Mm. Lord, I pray that we could be your freedom, your justice, your righteousness here on this earth as we wait for your return. We place our faith in you that one day you will make all things right because in you is life and life abundantly. But God, today we see so much death, 
so much death. Mm. And God, we ask for mercy. We ask that you see us. We ask for pity. We ask for the earth to be cleansed and renewed, for the fires to stop. God, we ask for those who are fleeing for their lives. Would you carry them into safety and rescue them from the hand of the enemy? God, help us to identify what is you and what is the face of God and what is the face of Caesar. Help us to empty our pockets of the things of this world um, that we have collected instead, store up things that are treasures in heaven. God, embolden your people um, to live out the principles of the kingdom and not the principles of this world, even though it may lead us to death. God, we pray for eternal life. We pray for resurrection and we pray for hope for your people. God, for those who are suffering around the world right now, would you be a healing balm? Would you be a deliverer and restorer? We look back and we remember all the times um, that in you there was life and there was freedom and we ask for more. We ask for that now across mm -hmm. the earth. God, we are frail. Have pity on us. God, we are broken. Mend us and heal us and restore us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you so much, my sister. Thank mm -hmm. you for um, sharing your heart, your story, your people, um, your wisdom and your love with us. Thank you for for the gentleness of spirit, the way that you that you share the your heart with us. I honor you and I am so 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 grateful to know you and to know that I call you sister. Yes, the feeling is infinitely mutual. Thank you for having me today. And to all those who are listening, I send you my love. I send you blessings. Um, and I hope you know that I'm your sister too. I'm near you. I'm with you. I'm for you. Um, and we are in this together. And I thank you for tuning in to this podcast and for Carol. Thank you for, I listen every week when you post. Um, this has been, I thank you that you wrestle with the hard questions. You're not afraid to ask them and you're not afraid to leave them um, unanswered and untied up. Um, yeah. And I feel like it makes us pursue God all the more. So thank you, sister. It's been a joy and I love you. Love you too. And thank you to everybody who's listened to us. Definitely this will be a two-part series. And so, <laughs> uh, but as always, whatever you do, always remember to do justice. See you on the other side. The series of Swahili Word Meaning Foundation. Our name and mandate comes from Psalms 89.14. We host engaging conversations on faith, social justice, and advocacy across all our social media platforms. We also offer training and consultancy services to help you navigate the world of social justice and faith. To engage with us, visit our website, www.msmithtrust.com. Org. Follow us on all our social media handles at Missingi Trust or email us on info at Missingi Trust.org. <laughs>